The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Hey, hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Young, just clearing his throat one time real quick, aka Mr. Just Had a Biscuit might have another one at some point during the recording of this podcast, probably during the break, aka Mr. Just had a nice mouthful of Pepsi Max before I pressed the record button and um, mm, 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 my days, it's delicious, a.k.a. Mr. Still waiting for the Pepsi Max sponsorship to come through, a.k.a. Shop Intake of Breath, a.k.a. Pulling the thing off the microphone stand so I can fidget with it during the recording of this here episode of Tired and Inspired, your Fucking boy, Jack Fox. And it's time, first of all, for another very quick sip of Pepsi Max. And now it's time for a brand new episode of your favourite podcast, Tired and Inspired. How's it going? Hope you're all well out there. Um, For, I think, the first time in the history of Tired and Inspired, 107 episodes, I think I have set my microphone up and levels and everything correctly upon first go. Because I am 98% sure... Every episode starts the same. I'll do my intros. I'll do what's up, what's up, what's up. I'll do Mr. A.K.A. Mr. Mr. A.K.A. Mr. A.K.A. Then I will no doubt complain that I can't hear myself or there's no levels coming through or I haven't set up my microphone at the correct position. So I think that might be a first. We're finally figuring it out, guys. It took 107 episodes and we're finally figuring it out. Also might be going deaf because the levels are just off the charts. But the good news is I'm getting my ears syringed on Wednesday. Just information there that you did not need to know about my personal life. Uh, and now it's just out in the ether of the internet. So there we go. Um, have I had a good week? Things have been slow in the last few weeks and will continue to be slow until I get back from the United States of America. I think I have, on average, between now and going away, one gig a week. Um, and as you know, I don't really have a life outside of gigging. Um, I have some plans to see some old friends at some point. And then, other than that, there's fucking nothing. And getting my ears syringed. And other than that, there's fucking nothing going on. Um, this is how slow my life is at the minute. On Sunday, just gone. Yesterday. Yeah, it's Monday today. Yesterday, Sunday, just gone. Me, Stephen Kane, the guitarist in Hive Mind, and Simon Brown, the bassist in Hive Mind, 
got together and tidied our practice room at the bunker. And since we finished tidying it, to a high standard by the way, it's it's fucking pristine in there, I have not stopped thinking about it. I'm at that level of my life where I am really excited about cleaning a room, ironic considering I live in fucking squalor in my bedroom where I record this right now. But I was so happy to the level that we cleaned it and got rid of all the shit that's in there that doesn't need to be there. That all I can think in my head is I can't wait to get to the next hive mind practice because I just want to be in that room. I'm old man. I'm a I'm old man, I'm an old man. I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. It's cheesy. Um on Saturday. Friday, Friday night, I went to the uh, Any Rising open mic, which you probably heard me mention before. It's not really an open mic. Um, it is like a gig, but every act only gets to play three songs. Um, so it's kind of like an open mic in that sense, in that there's loads of acts on. Uh, but it's cool. It's really good. It's where, you know, a lot of, um, I've become a lot of friends with a lot of rappers and connected and networked with. And uh, bigger than network and just friends, met a lot of new people, got a chance to perform my songs on a regular basis. I wasn't performing at this one, I was just going to watch to support. I performed at the last one and I don't want to just take up all the stage time, you know. But there was, um, I wish I could remember the names, I wish I could remember the name of the duo there were. There was a duo of lads, two lads on, one was a singer, one was a rapper. Um, They were called God's, God's Own? God's God's very own, or something of that ilk, right? And they were, you know, they were full of confidence, full of energy, young lads, first time I'd seen them live, really, it was really good to see. And um, before they played their last song, they give a whole spiel. This is why, look, look, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I don't read, I have a fake sense of self confidence right i don't really have a lot of confidence in myself but when it comes to rapping and hip-hop and stuff i'm performing live i'm like no i can i'm all right i can hold my own right and this is why i'm gonna tell you a story this is why i'm a unique voice in the northeast hip-hop scene right so these lads go to play their last song they just played two songs they've absolutely killed it they've done really well the crowd's on their side chanting they want more songs and they're singing along words and stuff and then just before they get into the last song the, the lad who's pr- more of a singer tells the story of the song and maybe is this is they haven't been on stage very much but this guy is he's taken much like I am with every episode of this podcast I'm taking too long to get to the point of the story so this gentleman is going on and on and on. Basically, he wrote this song about a relationship he was in with this girl who he fell really hard for. And then they were they were going out for six months. And then she went on holiday with her girlfriends. And while she was on holiday, she cheated on him and slept with somebody else. But not but apparently she she had sex with a guy in the sea, in the ocean, at wherever they went on holiday. Benidorm, I think it was. Benidorm on holiday. And to be honest, to be fair, the guy who told the story was like, the song's about, you know, bitches ain't shit and all that. And it's like, all right. He was kind of playing it off as a joke, but I think he meant it, right? And I was like, fuck, that's uh, just like me telling you that I'm getting my ears syringed on Wednesday. I was like, it's a very personal thing to share with a room full of people. And you put it into your art, you turn that pain into 
art and are you going to share it with the world? And then he played the song and it was great. Good for him. And then I thought, I wish, I wish I was the next act on. Because that story from that guy, although it took him a while to get to the point back and tell why he's trying to build up towards the crescendo because it's a big deal, it got a big reaction from the crowd. Everyone was like, oh, fuck that bitch. Bitches ain't shit. Bitches ain't. And it's saying, all right, well, this is derogatory. And then all I could think was if I was the next act up on this stage, I would open my set by saying, I wrote this song about a time I was on a holiday and I bumped into somebody on the beach who demanded that I rattled her in the sea. To be fair, I'm not sure if she was talking to me. She was looking at five other guys while she said it. And then sure enough, we all had her way with her in the sea. I'm Jack Fox. DJ, spin that shit. Now you're telling me you witness a young gentleman pouring his heart out on stage about some relationship he was in and then that lass cheated on him the first opportunity she could get as soon as she left the country with her girlfriends and this guy's poured his heart out on this song about this lass that he was in love with and then she'd done him dirty. And then the next act that goes on plays supposedly oblivious to what this lad was talking about and then says me and five other guys shagged your ex-lass in the sea and now I wrote a song about it and then I'll just play whatever song I had first on my set list that has nothing to do with the fact. And you're telling me that's not worth the £5 entry fee and the entertainment value isn't through the roof. And you know what it is? Because I wasn't even performing that night, I said to the next act on who was DJ Massey or just Massey when he's not DJing, this is what you should do, X, Y, Z. And he laughed. And did he do it? Did he do it? Did he do it? Did he fuck? Pussy. Opportunity wasted. But you've got to keep on your toes out here in these streets. Anyways, fuck that bitch. Don't cheat on your partner. And it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Time Inspired is brought to you by eating a biscuit in the brick. Do you hate ASMR? Do you like having cookie crumbs all over your pop shield on your microphone? And you want to try eating a cookie during the break? Your podcast have a... <laughs> 
Alright, well, I've got you here. This cookie's nice. Um, Hive Mind are playing at any volume music bar in Stockton on Saturday for the third birthday party. So, Stockton crew, if you're out there, and get you in for cheap as well. Message your boy. Saturday, Hive Mind. Bring cookies, bring cookies. Come see the show. That's fucking annoying, isn't it? <laughs> God, I hate ASMR. Uh, yeah, Hive Mind playing in Stockton on Saturday. <clears throat> if you're out and about, it's like an all-day uh, type festival thing, so I think we're on at like 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock. Um, I think it'll be good, though. Any volume or like one of these um, venues I've just been about, just been about and people hear about and have a, a solid reputation of supporting original music. So you got to love it, and um, on a three o'clock, so that means we can be home at a normal time, hopefully. Um, but anyways, anyways, um, what's been going on? I am back in the recording studio tomorrow with Harbour Master to, um, well, I guess you guys are my podcast audience, so you're more loyal to me than anyone else. Um I'm going to burp in a minute. There's too much cookies and Pepsi Max. It's disgusting. It's terrible. That's terrible. So unprofessional. Um, I'm back in the studio with Harbour Master tomorrow to uh, finish off my EP. I'm going to release an EP at some point very soon. Um, my plan is when I'm in America um, to get everything set. I know, I know when I go to America, I should be like on holiday and relaxing and hanging out with Christina. And I will. We will. We will. But there's times where Christina's at work and whatever. Um, so I'm going to get everything in order and um, do an EP. Um, it's all recorded and stuff. Just needs the final edit, edits and final touches and stuff. And then I'm very excited for it. I'm... Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing how it's received. And uh, I'll do videos and, you know. You, you know me. I'm the guy, the promo guy. I, you know. I'm sorry. You'll, you'll see and hear it. Um, I saw this thing um, pop up on Twitter or, or Facebook or something about a guy uh, on an American news channel that uh, used the term uh, for shizzle my nizzle. And has subsequently been fired from his job because <clears throat> I believe the Izzle and Nizzle um, colloquialisms came from Snoop Dogg. I think so, anyways. Or at least somebody of that ilk, West Coast sort of crew. And, it, and it also, this is another thing, is people who are unfamiliar with that world, the urban world, for shizzle my nizzle means for sure my word that I'm not allowed to say as a white man. So for shizzle my nizzle just means like for sure my homeboy, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's kind of getting away with saying, but it's, it's, I mean, it's not getting away with saying, to be honest, it's 2023. You shouldn't be saying that just for fashion terms. For being on trend, never mind, you know, cultural racism. Every time, every time a middle-aged white person says shizzle, then somewhere in south-central Compton, a black 
teenager is mistakenly shot by an off-duty police officer because he thought he had a gun on him, but it was actually just a sandwich that had been cut into triangles. Every time a 50-year-old teacher tries to fit in with the kids and says, for shizzle, my bro, you on TikTok? Then a, a minority somewhere is pushed down the stairs. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news and truth, but it's just how it works. What's, what is wrong with white people just sticking to white people terms? We have things that are like for shizzle mind nizzle. I'm going to say it. It's a podcast. I'm allowed to. Why couldn't this guy say it? Instead of saying for shizzle mind nizzle, why couldn't he just say okie dokie? Suffice. Why couldn't this guy say sure thing? Would have worked. But he had to go for the for shizzle my nizzle. Just listen to it. When Snoop Dogg says it now, it's still a little bit cringeworthy, but not as bad. When I was a younger man and I was, I'm still banging the hip hop, but when I was younger and I was really like backpacker hip hop, couldn't listen to anything that wasn't hardcore bars. I used to hate Snoop Dogg. Because he invented this way of talking that gave him shortcuts into rhyming things. But now I'm a little bit older and I realise the vibe Snoop Dogg brings to any song Snoop Dogg's on is unmatched. Because he's fucking Snoop Dogg. This guy's hairline starts at the back of his neck and he still has dreads. Snoop Dogg also, we have to remember, friend of the podcast. We posted a clip to 80 million Instagram followers. I'll repeat that. Snoop Dogg has over 80 million Instagram followers. If this guy wants to say for shizzle, if this guy wants to invent a way to get around saying for sure my homeboy, then he's allowed to. But also, stop being a 45-year-old white accountant and say it to your secretary because every time you do say, for shizzle my nizzle, then a community centre in Missouri gets shut down and all the kids turn in to crack dealers. I hate to be the bearer of bad news and truth. But that's just how the world works. <laughs> Not even remotely in the slightest. Um, this uh, podcast has just gone over well, quite by quite some actually I, d I didn't realize um i didn't realize this at the time but it's just uh reached the five thousand downloads milestone 
which in just over 100 episodes averages roughly at 50 downloads per episode, which admittedly isn't a lot, but some episodes have had more, some have had less. Uh, in fact, the last episode I did, 106, has almost the record amount of downloads. I don't know why, but it almost has the record amount of downloads. Um, thanks very much. Five. I, I wasn't looking at... Um, obviously, I think when we got to 1,000 downloads, I made a big stink about that because that was a big deal. 100 episodes, you know, made a big deal about that because I was proud of hitting that number. Um, and then we've just gone over 5,000 downloads. Um, 5,000 downloads, wow. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, I know that I've promised some things, like a live episode, uh, like merch, like video uh, episodes. Would would video, would you prefer video? Like, I need to know these things, right? So would you want merch? A live episode, I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know if I'm ready for a live episode yet. As well as like you have to sort of the mechanics of recording it and stuff. I think maybe a bit too much. Um, uh, video. If you want a video, I don't really know how to do it, but I would figure out a way of doing it. Um, uh, if that would, if you prefer, to, I, I'm an avid podcast listener because I like to do things on the go and listen to my car and stuff. But I know some people like to sit down and watch. And it's just me, like it's not a big, it's just me in my bedroom, so you know, I'd, I'd, I'd figure it out, but if, if you'd rather, or as well as have it videoed, then let me know, I guess. Uh, could do a small run of merch, maybe, if that's something you'd be interested in. I need to know these things, I need feedback, otherwise I'm just out here swimming without armbands on, but that's all besides the point. 5,000 downloads, um, it's actually more than that, it's near It's near 5,100 already by now. Actually, I think it's, it's 5,200 downloads. Um, so here's to the next thousand, here's to the next five thousand, next one hundred episodes. I was like I, I've said before, I was gonna um consider taking a little bit of a break, but um I think consistency is key and I enjoy doing it and uh I will once again be taking my stuff over to America um to record with Christina when I go over there, which is at the end of next month. Um five K downloads, man. Thank you very much. Um I don't really know what else to say. I don't really know what else to say. Uh, other than I'm sorry to the guy who was out in the Any Rising thing because me and five other guys had sex with his ex-girlfriend. Um, and also stop saying fishes on my nizzle. And come see Hive Mind on Saturday at Any Volume and bring some cookies and some Pepsi Max. All right, thanks for the 5K downloads, guys. Much appreciated. Um, I am in dire need of some money. So <laughs> if you fancy donating to the show, that would also be much appreciated, but don't worry about it. Uh, tell a friend, share it around, and uh, whatever. All right? Much appreciated. And yes, to the next 5K. All right. I love you. I love you. You. And you only. All right. Hive Mind Saturday, any volume, Stockton. Message me for guest list tickets. Bye. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk.
in all seriousness, let's knock it on the head with the fascism mechanism. Let's just try okie dokie from now on. As white people, we can adopt that as our fascism mechanism. From now on, it's okie dokie.